Welcome to episode 158 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about demon shiz. Lord help us. The Gospel Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I am Danny, the host and custom Nike specialist of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, be the host of Nobody Special. This is a podcast where two generations of people are looking to find God in pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of it too seriously. We're back. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> another episode another, pumped out. <sighs> really happy to be here, you guys. Really happy. We no, didn't I take am. a break. <laughs> I know. Like every time we're back from our Arbor Day break. Like what? <laughs> is there even a holiday in March? Are there any March holidays? Yes. March. Yes, St. Patrick's oh, Day. Does anyone take off for St. Patrick's Day? Probably some some very uh, progressive company out there. Oh my gosh. We like to give our companies off on St. Patty's Day. It was so a- they can go drink. These can't be things. March 4th was National Hug-A-G-I Day. What is a G.I.? Um, Joe? G.I. Joe? You're not far off. It's essentially someone in the military. Uh, Employee Appreciation Day. Hey, thanks for ignoring that one. Uh, National Dress Day. National Be Heard Day. National Proofreading Day. Uh, National Meatball Day. When when was that? That's the one we that? took off. <laughs> That's the one we took off. National Girl Scout Day. It's a Day. serious holiday. World Meatballs. Kidney Day. Anyways... But the most important holiday that's coming up, Danny. World Puppetry Day, March 21st. World <sighs> yes. Puppetry. That's a creepy is day. Easter. Easter. I'm, yes, I'm Easter. hard pivoting right Easter. now because I don't want to talk about holidays anymore. <laughs> but I could make you talk about it through some kind of um, you know, maneuver. So what happens on Easter, not if I talk over you. <laughs> um, it, yeah, Easter. This is a serious, a serious holiday for us. Uh, Caleb, I'm... I'm sorry about this intro. I can't. I'm sorry about this intro. I I must apparently still think it's March 22nd, which is National Goof Off Day. <laughs> wow. I am saving this list. Anyway, yes. So Easter, Easter is uh I'd say the most important kind holiday of a holiday f- ever f- for the Christian tradition. Yes. Um in the fact that it is absolutely true. Yeah. In general. Like it is absolutely true <laughs> and very or important. Not. Yeah. Uh this is the day okay, so I gotta I gotta tell you a story. Mm-hmm. Uh I was sending an email to the Connect Group people in in, in my church. Yeah. Um some churches will call this disciple group, some churches will call it small group, someone will call it a life group. Some will call and it connect groups. If we could all agree on one term. I would super appreciate it. Anyway, uh, and I was typing the email out at 11 o'clock at night, and mm-hmm. I was encouraging them to join uh, uh, join in on all the Easter things as we s- celebrate the... And then I thought, okay, Good Friday is the day Jesus died. Mm-hmm. And my brain kind of collapsed all the other words in my head because it was 11 o'clock and I was super tired. And I'm like... Not died, born. So I said, this Easter, as we prepare to celebrate the birth of Jesus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Easter. Yeah. Get it? Because the Easter, the Easter bunny has not, eggs not and eggs died. hatch. 
not died, born. So my pastor actually texted. He said, preparing to celebrate the birth of Jesus, eh? I'll prepare accordingly. And I was still so tired that I stared at that and said, there's nothing wrong with the text you sent. What did I miss? Yeah. He had to point it out. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm terrible at my job. So... <laughs> No, I'm 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 excited about Easter and all the all the festivities. This is a weird week, to be uh-huh. honest. There's some weird days in there. Not weird. It's just like it goes from like really heavy, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and reflecting on like the the hard part of the gospel, which is that another person died for yeah. us and brutally, mm-hmm. you know. And, and pro- probably the strangest day is s- Saturday. Because it's that day that just, like, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. It's that you have to come out of a good kind of Friday and just... You're not at Easter yet. Right. And you just have to sit there and yeah. just steep in it. And it's 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 a painful day, to be honest. It's just like, oh, this is all very heavy. It's all very hard. And I know Easter's coming, but that, that doesn't... I mean, I need to get to it too quick. I need to spend time in Good f- f- Friday and whatever the kind of kind of the Saturday. I know it has a name. I just don't know what it is. Um, but it's yeah, it's it's a hard day. I don't know. That's the hardest day yeah. for me is the Saturday. Yeah, and I I think like ultimately it is good. I mean, mm-hmm. it's also called Good Friday, but I mm-hmm. mean like because it's it's hard for me to. It takes a lot of brain. Um, let me just like mul- multiple, multiple days for me to like really understand, uh, like the the meaning of the suffering that Jesus went through, mm-hmm. like unless it's by like the Spirit of God, like I really am the person that just like always has a great understanding of what Jesus did for me, like mm-hmm. I I know it head knowledge wise, right, and that's like how I I get through it most of the time, right. but like for me to truly understand like it takes a lot of mental thought for me to mm-hmm. process it and and i feel like and and because of that it is yeah it's it's a heavy yeah. time you know especially the saturday cuz it's just mm-hmm. you have to wait for sunday so right. yeah i don't know it's just it's weird very weird but it's still an important thing i mean this is the moment where the penalty the wrath of god is poured out on jesus christ on yep. our behalf that both a justice is maintained w- w- while extending grace at the same time and that can only be done in the person of Jesus Christ anybody else we earned the death and the wrath of god but because of Christ's innocence it was paid on our behalf so so that we could die to us to the old self and come alive with Jesus Christ so um, yeah, I mean that's kind of kind of the importance of baptism too. Is it, it's our identification with Jesus Christ in death, burial, and resurrection. That's the whole idea of baptism. Is I'm choosing to go under, uh, to to die essentially and be buried in a water and come out of it as as a declaration of the new person that is in me through the grace and work of Jesus Christ. Right. Which is a really important uh, time for the Christian faith and for all people. And I think it's 
part of the reason that a lot of people tend to attend church on Easter that have no other Christian background at all is mm-hmm. uh, they, they understand that this day is important at, even to uh, kind of a nominal Christian that they understand like, no, we have to go on Easter because this is a big one. Yeah. And granted, you should go every day or uh, every day it's open because um, they do that all the time. To the church, every day it's open. Wow. You should. Every day it's open. You should go wow. to I need to church my full time job. You should go to church things. <laughs> Maybe not every day. You know what I mean. They do it every week. I know. It's not just a one time thing. Gosh, that would be so weird. For some churches, it might be. Not like in a judgment. They just might have been closed for a while. And like, we're opening for Easter. Because that's a no, lot yeah. going on in a few different things. Right. This is actually, I've been in my current church for about a year and a half now. This is my first Easter. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. First in Easter. In-person Easter, first yeah. In-person. Uh, first Easter, let's be honest. We kind of, because we pre-taped a lot of stuff, we kind of forgot it was Easter a little bit. Yeah. We're like, oh, snap. Yeah, we should say something about that. Because um, it was mid-lockdown. It's like, no, no one come in. We're locked down. So, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Lockdown. So, any Easter plans for you? or? Um, I'm going to go to church. Mm-hmm. And probably hang out with some family. Okay. And nice. You know, family and friends. Yeah, it'll be good. Excellent. Easter is always like the weirdest holiday for me. Right. It's just like one of those things where I don't know what my plans are. I just know that it'll work itself out. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited. Well, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'll be good. So I have a notice though. Just um, it's it's been more of a recent trend too that the closer we get to Easter, uh, the more spiritually strange things tend to get culturally. Uh, and I've noticed that for a few years now, there's been a few movies that have come out pretty close to Easter that are. Um, demonic based scary movies that come out on Good Friday or any of that and mm-hmm. and that's not just a coincidence because their their ad campaigns are like coming out this Good Friday yeah. when this demon is possessed through the nun at the church and you're like that's that's not even a subtle <laughs> dig like it's not even a subtle dig but um you know this year is no exception mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. spiritual strangeness that is going Good. on Good. uh yeah. Fun. Yeah. So when I I kind of want to talk about it. Normally I would just go, this is a stupid story, but no, we're gonna talk about it a little bit. Uh, there were some shoes that were produced. Yeah. So like both of us are already disqualified from talking about most of it in there. <laughs> shoes, but hey, um, hey, I like shoes. How dare you? How many pairs do you have? How many pairs do I have? Mm-hmm. One, two, the end. Three, four. Ooh. Five, six, seven, eight. No, you don't. Including my my tennis shoes, my casual shoes, and my dress shoes. I probably have more than that. Yeah, but I wouldn't call you like a shoe. I've recently I've recently become a shoe guy. With uh, like, I have some plans to buy some shoes next. I just you know money. (laughs) Some plans (laughs) to buy some shoes next. I literally have a screenshot of them in my notes. I can pull it up for you if you Mm. would like. No, I don't care enough. I'm sorry. Uh, Well, 
I know there's one pair of shoes that you're probably not going to get. Lil Nas X partnering with a mischief produced a pair of what I can only describe as, to be honest, demonic shoes. They were there are 666 pairs of shoes that they took pairs of Nikes and modded them to be all black include a pentagram and contained a drop of human blood. Mm, uh, nice. They they were available for pre-order at $1,018 each uh, based on L- 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 Luke 18, uh, sorry, 1018, where it talks about, uh, I saw s- Satan fall like l- l- lightning from heaven. And this, it was all given to promote his new music v- video, uh, Montero, mm-hmm. um, which involves... Lil Nas X giving a lap dance to the devil before he kills him. Yeah. And know, so like it's a wild ride. This sentence is a real wild bummer of a ride. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot in there to unpack. And uh so this comes out and the general outrage <laughs> kind of machine that is the internet did exactly the thing that you thought they did. So um Caleb, did you <laughs> did you hear about this at all? Yes, I did. I saw yeah. screenshots, you know, with mm-hmm. little Nas X in it, and yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. You of know? of the shoe or the music video? Uh, I well, I saw the music video because we mm-hmm. watched it beforehand. But right, I saw like a that where For he's holding it up to his face. Purposes. You know? mm-hmm. Did y'all see the? Did y'all? I'm did I'm, y'all, I'm like referencing did you, let you us guys know in the comments. <laughs> Hey, that's good. That's a good sign that I feel like I'm having a conversation with people more than just you. So, wow. That sounded mean. (laughs) But there was like a Chick-fil-A shoe Mm -hmm. uh, joke. I was like, that's really great. And that uh, Kanye created his own shoe called the Jesus shoe, which I would straight up buy just for fun. But uh, Did he actually? No. No. It was just a joke. That's great. Well, yeah. So, all right. This is another thing about the shoe. I saw a few pictures of it, and every time I saw a picture, it feels as if the quality of the shoe declined every time I saw the picture. Mm-hmm. As in, it's like, oh, it's just like a pair of like, you know, forty-five dollar Nikes, and like it just declined every time I saw it. I'm like, that barely looks that good anymore. Um, so I don't know, but apparently, uh, Nike was not on board with this idea, which is kind of the thing. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> yeah, hmm, why, why would you think that? Um, because they, they were going to press charges against a little Nas X on brand infringement because of the whole pentagram and drop of blood thing yeah. on unauthorized Nikes, yeah. <laughs> unauthorized Nikes. Uh, so, so they've been taken down, although they have been produced. So some, somewhere there are, 666 yeah. pairs of already made kind of shoes that have drops of blood in them that Nike doesn't want people to have. Um, but Good. I, so, so like Nike had to know, right? Like they had to know, right? You think so? I kind of do. I think they, I mean, it's pretty easy to just slap a logo on something, especially when it's not being made. I mean, they weren't mentioned in any of the like that Nike was involved. Yeah, but I think they... It's Lil Nas X. I think they knew. Mm, I doubt it. <laughs> I couldn't see a... Com- like, I don't think a company that big would ever go for anything like that. You know, like... 
have the last two years taught us anything about trying to predict anyone's behavior? Yeah. I mean, but obviously People they're not... People storm the Capitol. How, how in the world would we have predicted that? Like, I don't think they were involved because for mm-hmm. a company to be involved from the right. start, like, they, they wouldn't ever just be like, oh, drop it. You know, like... Right. I, that, that wouldn't make any I sense. I don't think they were involved, but I, I, th- I, I do think they knew to some extent because it... I mean, l- 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 uh, two branded accounts, two big name branded accounts, ordered six hundred and sixty six pairs of identical shoes, uh, and 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 accessories to switch some stuff out and do all that. You gotta, you, someone should have asked a question at some point. I think they knew and and are just kind of like, like, well, we'll see if we can get away with this or if people catch on to it. And then they caught the backlash because the backlash did happen mm-hmm. um, naturally. Uh, but and then they said like, "Well, this is our brand." And they're like, "You, but we we told you, we got emails, and that's all they'll have to do is just like throw out a email that anybody from a, yeah, I don't a think Nike they goes, sounds great. Yeah, I don't think that they, yeah, that's the reason I don't think they were involved is because it would be so easy mm-hmm. if they were involved or even knew about like if there were any emails exchange or anything, then that would mm-hmm. just be court evidence. And I don't think they'd sue them if that was were the case. You know, I think at most mm-hmm. they would say, "Oh, we're just not gonna, you know, we're right. not gonna sell these." Right. Well, but, well, a Nike wasn't. It was just a, a mischief. Right. So, uh, but but I mean. You know, because it's a pair of shoes and a Nikes, which Christians already have um, a, a sour of. taste in their mouth about recently. Oh, weirdly, they do? why? Uh, you know, Kaepernick and politics. What? Some really good reasons. Yeah, like with Nike, I didn't know that they were involved in that. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. They, Shows they, how much they, I pay attention. To well, yeah, they sponsored Kaepernick. He's he's their spokesperson. So, mm. anyway, and some other stuff that's happened that everyone's like, "Well, we're just gonna boycott Nike." Didn't work. They're still in business. Yep. Sorry, uh, but because people like Nike products, including myself. So they're all right. I've I, I've been switching a little bit to a few different things. So yeah, but, but uh, the internet outrage kind of machine did chime in. People are claiming that these are um, these are demonic shoes that they're promoting the occult they're promoting the devil and all these things and 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 that it's it's gosh I gotta think of the specific thing they s- 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 said because there's parts of it I agree with and parts of it I don't mm-hmm. um, I think there's this thing that that conservative Christians tend to do that I I think gives too much credit to the devil uh, in <laughs> that I'm able to be tricked into getting the mark of the beast. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That I can be tricked into that by if I, and I'm, I'm not trying to pick on this person. It's just the best example I have. Uh, if I drink a monster energy drink, then I've been tricked into getting the mark of the yeah. beast. And that's actually uh, oh. not like, Oh, they got me. Oh no. Like that's not, <laughs> that's, that's not how that works at yeah. all. Um, and I don't think if I were to, be in proximity to these kind of the shoes that I'm going to be overcome by very demonic thoughts. Um, right. I that's mean, that's not how this stuff works. I think it would be questionable for a Christian to buy them. No oh, doubt. Absolutely. Like, but yeah, I think slipping these on does not make you lose your salvation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, right. 
I would definitely question why. <laughs> right, right. But but, but people have tended to over-ascribe power right. to the enemy, especially those that are of the faith. They're like, well, no, if he gets in, in the Christian's mind, he's going to possess him. Like, I don't think so. If the Holy Spirit's in a person, yeah. you know, devil he doesn't want to touch that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man, he don't want the heat. Because uh, it's like, hey, I'm stronger than you, Satan. Right. Like, that's the conversation. And as I've been going through Revelation a bit, Probably my favorite part is that the book ends just so anticlimactically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's almost comforting to know that it it kind of comes off as as this building towards this big battle, and you know it's gonna happen in the valley of of Megiddo. The kind of the forces of good and evil are gonna square off, and like all that happens is Jesus comes in and just goes no, <laughs> and they're like ah we're melting like that yeah. like that's. A, and you're like, oh, cool, cool, all right. You know, the point of that book isn't that it's going to be this like clash between good and evil, and they're yeah. going to have on their you know, Nike branded blood drop <laughs> demon shoes, and, and and the angels are going to come in, they're going to chuck Chick fil A nuggets as their grenades, or any. It's like Christ comes and says, like, I already won like a while ago. Right. Are we still doing this? You know. So. I I think there is this issue of over ascribing power to demonic For presences. Sure. Yeah. I mean I think even just like even in our just like sin sin habits, you know, mm-hmm. like it's easy to Right. To blame that on oh, I think that, you know, Satan's just mm-hmm. really been tempting me. I'm like, right. no, bro, that's just your flesh. Right. All right. Like right. <laughs> just like right. even no, that's even you. sometimes that's how depraved you are, yeah. You know, I think that it can be very obvious mm-hmm. when there is like a spirit spiritual warfare going mm-hmm. on. For yeah. me in my life at least it's been obvious right. and it's like this isn't just me, this is something like more and I need some prayer against this. Sure. You know, like sure. And I think that you're spot on because sure. just yeah, even in just our culture it's sure. like oh Satan, you know. I mean he's the the devil doesn't work as if he's a character in the l- 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 in the labyrinth. It's not that I have to solve a riddle in order to follow Jesus. It's like yeah. it's it is especially the mark of the beast because I keep hearing, "Is this the mark of the beast? Is this the mark of the beast?" No, the vaccine's not the mark of the beast. Like that's not there's that's not it. The mark of the beast is an intentional a mark given to yeah. those that are choosing to follow the antichrist. So there is a massive intentionality to this thing that you can't just stumble into and be like, "Oops, oopsie yeah. doopsie, I did a thing and now I lost my salvation." Like, do you do you understand the ramifications yeah. right. if that if that's it, we're all in a lot of trouble because I mean, that's we're what spiritually idiots. People like don't realize is that like blasphemy is mm-hmm. is a very intentional thing. It's right. an intentional turning away, saying no, to Jesus, and mm-hmm. like, yeah, like you said, you can't Wait, just a blasphemy or uh, whatever it is, the, the um, impartable sin or whatever. Oh, blasphemy against the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Yeah. You know, it's not just like blaspheming the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, oh, I said, oh my God, now I'm I'm, I'm right. not a Christian anymore. Right. You know, it's it's an intentional right turning away, and it's and a rejection of the Spirit right. in a person. That's the way I've interpreted that. That it's it's a I'm choosing to, although the gift is offered to all, I am choosing instead to turn my back on it to blaspheme the gift of. A life that the spirit is offering right 
that's that's a, a, my interpretation of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I can be tricked into that because I drank an energy drink, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, I drink a monster. No, what am I going to do? Like, that's just works-based kind of salvation yep. mm-hmm. with a dumb, you know, like <laughs> the real dumb thing. Uh, <laughs> but at, at the same time, I think the point that you brought up, I don't think it's spiritually irresponsible f- for a Christian to purchase pre-order or get these shoes um Mm -hmm. and i think here well i'll get to that in a minute though but um as christians i think our knee jerk is to just go like well that's horrible and they're gonna burn in hell for this thing um which you know hold hold up hold up just a second before we get to the outrage machine quite yet um there was a perspective i i read on twitter Actually, a friend of mine well a friend of mine on facebook posted out of a guy that is both a uh a a a homosexual and an occultist by his own admission um it, and he described the v- v- video as l- l- as l- the journey of l- 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 lil nas x whose a name is montero mm-hmm. of um accepting kind of the own personal identity that he has as a homosexual and conquering the demons sort of um and he talks about the part about giving a, a lap dance to the devil is him actually internalizing his own demons and the things that he's n- not able to bring out and be open about. And um, it's it's a conquering and, and absorbing of it instead of trying to hide it. The whole thing, the whole story in the music v- v- video and to an extent in the shoes is about trying to keep the true identity down. Um, specific in relation to his homosexual lifestyle, uh, there's clear there's clear images throughout all of this of judgment based on uh, uh, coming out of a Christian perspective, Christian judgment that they don't even try to understand him; they just judge him and are are actual slaves in the process. And so there there there's parts of that that I think are criticisms that Christians need to hear, um, and there are parts of that we can just chuck right out the window. To be honest, I'll just yeah. Um, there there are parts, and I think we've talked about this a bit in the past of our goal specifically to the homosexual crowd isn't to condemn them to hell, but to 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 give them the gospel right. To give them the gospel that there's good news and. Um, the other part, though, that it was the most disturbing about this isn't that that it's a struggle through identity, but that it's an embracing of things that there is an acknowledgement of their being evil. Um, the first yeah. part of the v- 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 of the v- video is caving in to uh, to the serpent. There's um, instead of ascending to heaven, it's choosing to descend to hell. And lap dance the devil. Gosh, that's a phrase I never thought I would have said three times already. <laughs> uh, and then instead of conquering the demon, because he does kill the devil at the end, uh, but then he puts his horns on himself. And it's this mm-hmm. aspect of I'm internalizing an identity, and this is me, and I'm claiming an acknowledgement that this isn't a good thing. There isn't a world rel- or a in most of the the kind of kind of mythologies. The devil is the bad guy universally. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So to become that is an acknowledgement of a bigger problem, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously it's, you know, it's weird and messed up, Mm -hmm. but, you know, I mean, going back to, I say this a lot on the podcast, I'm not surprised Mm -hmm. by any of it. Um, I think it's just like, just an eye opener to, you know, like, Mm -hmm. Be, be aware of what your kids are, like, mm-hmm. you know, listening to and watching. And mm-hmm. and I think that, yeah, it's obviously, it's not great, but I never expected anything great right. from him. And and I think that, like, it is it is tough. I mean, just the whole homosexual homosexuality uh, topic with mm-hmm. Christians. And, and I think... The church has definitely shown some harshness and mm-hmm. and bitterness towards these people, and and I think that that's not what we're called to do. Right. I think that we we should stand by what we believe in, and I do not believe it's right, but we obviously need to show love. And I think it's just sad that like it's just yet another example right. of someone who has been um, hurt by mm-hmm. the church and. You know, is unfortunate. Sure, but, but the uh, part of the problem I'm kind of coming across though is that there's been this cultural change that's happened pretty well in the past five years. I'd say that it's becoming more and more prominent. This type of thing, it's it's and not just prominent, but accepted. And I think to the Christians that are claiming that there 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 aren't spiritual battles and aspects going on, well, your point's now super invalid as it had been for a while, but now there's a clear proof that this is a spiritual issue going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem that I'm noticing is this glorification of things that are intentionally uh, evil. I mean, there's the show Lucifer about a detective who is the literal devil, mm-hmm. and he's the protagonist of the show. Yeah. Um, there's the Irregulars, a new program on Netflix, and I turned it on because it was about um, Sherlock Holmes and Watson, except they hired what I can only kind of describe as a group of sexy teens mm-hmm. uh, to who also can tap into the supernatural and yeah. talk to the dead and that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, what? Explain the Sherlock Holmes in this at some point. Um, and I, I think it's very interesting in why our culture, mm-hmm. honestly, they're not the reason it's like so prominent is because they're not taking it seriously ultimately uh and and it's i think they are i i think it's it's swayed in the other direction is that they're they're embracing it at this point that the occult the spiritual aspects of things are actually becoming more present and not in the good way i mean even going to the uh kind of the epstein island Mm -hmm. uh there were occult imagery all over the place um yeah it it was a it was a demonic thing going on and it's becoming commonplace it's becoming and not just common but acceptable right um, and I, I mean i think it is yeah sure i i think to an extent maybe some things more than others but in order to in order to claim like this is what's interesting about the the demonic um occults and, mm-hmm. and all this stuff that like satanists they're real I mean, they are. They straight up, 
There right. are people out there, and this has always been fascinating to me to some extent because <laughs> right. it is the only other religion they're, they're the that is actually yeah. true. You know, like not true, mm. but that they are worshiping a real God. Um, not God, but to them, sure. Being. Little G God. Um, but like entity. Yeah, that like Satan is real and this yeah. is a person that they are worshiping is my point. Mm-hmm. And and that's what's been interesting to me is that like this is it's just crazy because and I've I've just always been spiritually sensitive more than I would have liked and you know, had to go through some things that I would have loved to avoid in my life when it mm-hmm. comes to um, demonic presences and stuff. And like, and I think ultimately it's, it's just been interesting to me because even within the church, mm-hmm. like literally it is crazy how often I get looked at like a crazy person because people just like to push away this demonic side of things, even though like right. Satanists are real right? and they don't like you as Christians. They don't like anyone. Right. I mean, to be honest. Um, and, <laughs> and, and it's it's a real thing, and that's why like we have to have discernment in these mm-hmm. things, and and when these things are happening in culture, it's not great because n- even if it is some lighthearted thing, you know, it's it has greater mm-hmm. spiritual influences than right. we might think, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think there's a spiritual issue if I put on a pair of shoes. I do think there's a spiritual issue if I'm taking part in the celebration of a demonic intention do you know what i mean like that that to me is highly problematic and i was i was so scared as these kind of shoes came out that's like lord help me it's only a matter of time till preachers and sneakers puts one dumb turd on the oh this pastor got him like ah dang it you know like (laughs) please don't you know Mm -hmm. but but at at the 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 tactic that i've been I guess cluing into has been this gradual push a boundary by an inch, push a boundary by an inch, push a boundary by an inch. I mean, go back to 1990s TGIF, which to me is some primo television era there. You got Family Matters, you got Full House, you got Boy Meets World, and that other slot that they could never actually get something in there. Step by step, you tried. Uh, Anyway, not important. They would have never dreamed of doing anything close to this mm-hmm. at all and now there's there's programs that are uh, not just including the devil as a character but including the devil as the protagonist and into to the christian m- and many christians kind of the thing that you said are scared to engage this on a spiritual end yeah. because it's too hard to think about mm-hmm. well hey right. hey so here's the thing <laughs> the other side is super not scared to it is they aren't scared to engage on a spiritual end, so this yeah. isn't our time to actually close down. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's a great point. I mean, because for some reason there there is this concept in our inside our heads that like just because it may seem mm-hmm. scary, right? Um, that like we just assume they have power, and, right? And it's just not true. Like literally, right. I mean, yeah, you're right. It's crazy. Like our culture is just definitely swinging towards this. Yeah. And like I said, I'm really not surprised by right. anything nowadays because it's just it's <laughs> right. It's a jungle out there. Right. Um, but like literally in Jacksonville, we had there was a satanic like gathering the other day that was uh it was great. And you know, like 
it was it's, great. it's a thing that's just commonly happening you know i mean i wasn't there right i mean really <laughs> You know, yeah, we were yeah. just chilling, worshiping Satan. You know, uh, that <laughs> joke is even uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, but like you said, you and your shoes. I'm a shoe on. person now, conveniently. <laughs> Getting back on topic, mm-hmm. like like you said, it is becoming this thing where we we assume they have power, and and this is something I had to deal with a lot. Like I said, mm-hmm. like I've had multiple experiences with this, and like it is it is easy to just like give mm-hmm. in and be like, Oh, this is ultimately, I mean, terrifying. And, mm-hmm. but like, I think, you know, just an encouragement. If you feel that way, like just, it's more important than ever with even other things going on in the world right now, but especially with this to know who you are in Christ and that who you are in Christ is a child of God and that he is in you mm-hmm. and that they can't touch you. They can't even think about touching you. That literally, I mean, this is this is just. I'm gonna dive into some weird uh, stuff that I've, you know, like I've heard um, like testimonies from former Satanists, and mm-hmm. and it's just crazy. Uh, I mean, like I this could not be true, but I I straight up believe it. But mm-hmm. they they would talk about how like they're so in this like demonic world that they can see. Um, like who is a Christian or not mm-hmm. and that like they, they would come across Christians and they would know that they're Christians because that they mm-hmm. had like a wall of fire around them and like and I think even if it's that mm. even if that is true or not I right. think it's a good example to know that like you can't be touched right and because of that we have I mean <clears throat> in every area of life and especially this this is the the thing that is the least of our worries as far as our us being harmed or us being um, overcome, like it's just not going to happen. It's mm-hmm. not because they can't do anything to you. Sure. And I think the the other end of this is that instead of trying to back down out of these conversations, because the other end isn't afraid to engage these conversations, then it, instead of going like, well, what are you going to do or any, or any of that? And it's actually the time to call it out. I mean, in mm-hmm. Ephesians, there's a verse in Ephesians chapter 5, 11 through uh, kind of 14. Caleb, do you want to read that one? Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. So I, I think this is a, a clear indication that the Christian isn't to like stay passive in this at all. Mm-hmm. This isn't the part of, of kind of throwing kind of the hands up and going like, well, we're, society's weird or any of that. And I think even being willing to engage in a conversation you're, that you know you're going to fail is important um, because as I, I do think culture is going to slide and keep sliding, but the Christian's job is to bring the things in the dark into the right a light and be willing to call them out and too often there's been this this understanding of of well you know that could offend people that could Mm -hmm. uh do any of those things and it's like no you have to do this part on the other end of that the other end of that ditch instead of just 
trying to not do anything is is to think that by calling a person a heretic or telling them they're going to hell that you've done a good job in calling them out uh you haven't now get good um so the the idea it isn't to go that bad thing will send a person to hell okay give them the alternative give them the apology in that uh, apology the greek term is alternative the the truth give them the truth give them the gospel give them these things call it out to the thing that it is but give them the other path that they can take and it's it's instead of just going that thing's in the dark mm-hmm. bring it into the light right i mean it's the like if all we are here to do is just mm-hmm. you know speak condemnation over mm-hmm. people i mean that's what you're saying there's a difference between conviction and condemnation. Right. Condemnation means that you're telling them that they, they're they not fit for use anymore, that they mm-hmm. are dead in their sins right there. Mm-hmm. And that's just like, it's just a lie. I mean, they, I mean like they well, are currently, you, sure. You, but like are, you know. conviction is different in the sense that mm-hmm. it, you can tell them it's wrong. Like that's not the problem here. You tell them it's wrong, like you're mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. But you also, you show them the right way. You know, like mm-hmm. there's, it's useless to just tell people that they are sinners right. and not explain and not the beauty of the gospel. gospel yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Our, know. our Christian, a message can't be, Hey, you're a sinner sucks, bro. Um, <laughs> I mean that, that's not the way Christ did it anytime. Right. And, and Christ called out, he called out a lot of sin very bluntly, very clearly. He called it out. He just dragged it out and said, Hey, Hey, that's sinful. Now, here's the alternative this is the way to eternity this will get you killed period mm-hmm. you are going to die if, if it's on this path this is the path to eternity and and he was always clear in his presentation of of the gospel he was always clear in telling people the dangers and the precautions and that type of thing it wasn't trying to condemn them but to actually uh do as as it tells us in ephesians to awake o sleeper and arise from the dead and christ will shine on you it was this this trying to to bring them out of their eternal slumber and oftentimes in in scripture sleep is a metaphor of dead of trying to bring people out of death into a life and that doesn't occur if a person is just stuck in death Mm -hmm. and if i go over to him be like yo bro you're dead yeah deuces you know like that there's there's a major component of the gospel that you either didn't tell them or don't know yourself Mm. Yeah, so good. Yeah, there, there's there's a part of that that you have to be positive to draw up. Right. Absolutely get offended about demonic shoes, but but don't go on. I mean, I mean, don't just go to Facebook and be like, I can't believe the place our culture is heading. Give them another right. destination. It's just sad to see, like, literally, literally, in including myself, like people. It's just so easy to fall back to act exactly the same as the Pharisees did, you know, like that. And it, and it's kind of embarrassing too because mm-hmm. you read these things and you're like, wow, that's literally what I just did the other day, and we don't want to admit it, right. but like, right. you know that that Jesus says, why why would a doctor 
you know, heal someone. Like a doctor right. doesn't go to places where people are already healed. You know, right. like his place is with the sick. Right. And, and that's where he's going to be. Which which was like a total weird, and I'm spending a lot of time with you, Pharisees. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. <laughs> just so you're aware, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's just, it's crazy because we, we can... Mm-hmm so easily slip into that mindset Mm -hmm. of oh i'm better than you and you are dead in your sins Mm -hmm. whoop-de-doo and not explain the beauty of the gospel to them you know yeah and and i do think the 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 from a cultural trajectory standpoint Mm -hmm. because these are things i enjoy thinking about um it's gonna get worse like this is <laughs> there isn't a part of scripture that goes like and everything was suddenly fine yeah um or like you become a christian and everything is fine or that in the end days everything goes swimmingly it gets yeah. weirder and it gets worse but the good news is that christ is already v- v- victorious right the end is already over so in that, in, as the world gets darker, that gives us an opportunity to shine brighter. Right. That when the world gets dark, because we actually can't be affected by that, we need to be w- willing to sh- shine brighter. Yeah. Um, yeah, There. there's the... Uh, passage in Matthew chapter 5 verses 14 through 16 it says you are the light of the w- world a s- city on a hill cannot be hidden nor do people l- 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 light a l- lamp and put it under a basket but on a stand and it gives a light to all in the house in the same way let your l- light shine before others so that they may s- see your good works and give glory to God Sorry, give glory to you, your Father who is in heaven, mm-hmm. and I think this is our message yeah. of 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 a darkening culture. Is this is w- where this ends up? And our job isn't to to try and bury the light, right? Um, I mean that story. I, every time I read that, I'm like, that's a ridiculous thing someone would do. If I got a lamp and and I put blackout curtains over it, yeah. then what is the point of the lamp? You know, like, like right. what am I actually doing? Even if it's plugged in and turned on, who cares? There's blackout curtains over it. Yeah. In, in kind of a similar way, then we are to express the faith that is in us mm-hmm. so that people can give glory to God in the process and that and part of that is calling out darkness but bringing it into the light and bringing it into to an honest conversation of hey this is bad and this is why it's bad however God is good and there's grace in him mm-hmm. and in in that through that people are able to get a glimpse of God through our expression of faith Right, yeah. So I, I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna get worse. Yeah, and we need to be prepared to say glory to God. Things are getting worse because I have an opportunity to go into the harvest, and and be a part of the process. Yeah, and I, especially with all of the, you know, demonic spiritual mm-hmm. stuff going on. I mean, right. it's. You better get used to it, bro. I mean, like, seriously. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it is... I, I'm honestly kind of sick of, like, just hearing Christians want to right. just avoid this. Right. 
Um, and, and I think that, I don't know, it's, it's difficult. And I don't think everyone is called to deal with stuff like that, but what do you mean with, cause depending on what you say, I might disagree. Demonic, uh, I don't know, forces against us. I think everyone uh, to an extent for sure. But like on the front lines, you know, maybe that's not always your what job. What would the front lines be? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. Cause like you're, you're, you're in a spiritual battle. All Christians are in a mm-hmm. spiritual battle period. That means right. there isn't somebody that gets to escape the spiritual war. They're in the battle. Um, you you might as well be good at it because you're already in it mm-hmm. by claiming any kind of faith in Jesus Christ. Yeah. You are in this. Actually, even if a person doesn't, this whole battle isn't spiritual. I mean, that was the whole point of um, and why I have trouble through Palm Sunday mm-hmm. is because people thought it was a physical battle when in actuality, the scope, it was spiritual that Christ didn't come to become the king of a nation state. Right. He became to dethrone. He came to overthrow death and yeah. sin. The scope is different. Right. And this battle has been spiritual from the beginning. Right. And is going to end spiritual and keep going after, well, not the war, but the whole thing is spiritual. And I think all Christians are participating to a degree in the spiritual battle. And I don't think people get yeah. out of that. And I think it, it's, it's, it's been a help for my faith to to understand the spiritual side more mm-hmm. you know and and I, it is it's such like a mm-hmm. mystery and I, I mean it just makes <laughs> it it helps you see like the the purpose more of everything because it is primarily spiritual like you're saying mm-hmm. it is it predominantly yeah. yeah yeah like it is it is definitely spiritual more than it is physical for sure. And, yeah. and that's just the reality of it. And I think just because we're Christians doesn't mean that it's sometimes hard for us to still go along the lines of, I have faith because I can see, you know, right. it's, it's easier to do that, but it, that's just not what Christianity is. Right. It's not, but yeah. You know. So, so for, for this, the encouragement I'd give to people is be willing to engage in the spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our, the primary thing, the first thing all of us need to do when this kind of stuff comes up is pray. That needs to be the first thing all right. of us go to instead of like, all right, I'm going to craft my social media posts and talk about the evil of shoes. Okay, so just say that back to yourself. And then realize what you just said and go back to prayer first. Like our our prayer, if it is the thing that I actually think it is, needs to be the first thing I do in any times of spiritual anything. Mm-hmm. It is the outpouring of all that I am and putting it at kind of the foot of the cross and saying, God, this is all I have and where I am. Please yeah. take it and help. Right. Um, and and uh, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say... Like, pray in the name of Jesus. Like, mm-hmm. I think that that is something that um, is just, I mean, I don't know. It feels helpful for me, at least. And and I think that mm-hmm. it's, I don't know, especially with spiritual matters, mm-hmm. praying in the name of Jesus, knowing who you're talking to. Right. It just brings it back into knowing 
yeah, ultimately knowing who you're talking to. Right. And I think that's important. Right. In in praying in the name of Jesus is this idea of it it's not this incantation I can throw on right. the end of a prayer, you that know, makes like, it more powerful. But but I asked for the lotto numbers in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Um it's it's this idea of instead of saying an incantation, I'm I'm I understand that the 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 person I am praying through and to is Jesus Christ. That I'm asking to have things in the character, in the nature of God Almighty. That as as I lay these things out, it's being done in a manner that is God glorifying and God honoring. Um, it's not just. But I said in the name of Jesus on the end of the prayer. Right. Therefore, Corvette. Um, yeah. which you, people have done and they're like, why didn't it work? Cause that's not what you're doing, homie. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but, but then in, in prayer, I mean, bring it to, to God in prayer. And then this n- needs to, the spiritual end of things, um, needs to be a thing we are comfortable calling out and condemning, uh, in the proper m- manner. I mean, it is expose the things of the darkness as darkness but give the why behind it get in and care over the individual uh people that are are doing this they need prayer and they need grace uh they've heard enough condemnation and to be honest they'll experience an eternity of it if they don't turn our stance in this at this point is to condemn the darkness but but do everything we can to help them wake up mm-hmm. um, and care over them. Because whether I acknowledge it or not, that was me at a point mm-hmm. that I right. was as depraved as they are. And God still got me. And if God got me, that means God can get them because there isn't a thing as too far gone. And I appreciate that the most about God, yeah. that there isn't this person that God can't get to right. or like, no, they're in too much darkness. Yeah. That's kind of saying like, no, they're too asleep. I can't wake them up. Mm-hmm. Just, God can shake them hard enough. Like, yeah. So there's, there's a, a, a work of the spirit that occurs in there and that we get to participate in, but be willing to call out darkness as darkness and be, willing to drag people into the l- 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 light if need be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, and don't order shoes with such non-subtle demonic meaning. Yeah. It's not it's probably subtle. not a not a great idea. Right? It's not subtle. That's the part I was the most upset about. Like not even subtle anymore. Um it's just like, yeah, we're we're doing this thing. So yeah. Well, uh, we want to know your thoughts on the whole. Are we calling it Shoegate? Can we call it Shoegate? No, no, it's dumb. It is dumb. <laughs> but we're calling it shoe, hashtag Shoegate. Uh, let's get this trending, people. Demon That's shoes, not demon shoes. That's got to be already t- trending. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we want to know your thoughts on the whole kind of s- 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 situation and. What we as Christians can be doing to be a l- 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 light to the uh, 
a world and to to communicate the gospel in the process. So we want to know your thoughts, and one of the best places to do that is on all all, all of our social media pages at Nobody Special Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Leave us a comment, give us a like, give us a share, and you can even ask us questions in our DMs or direct messages or whatever Instagram calls them. I really don't know. DMs. I thought it was Facebook. No, that's Facebook private is message. messages. Private messages. They're not called private messages. It's just called messages. PM. Yeah, it's private messages. No, it's not. You can slack us. No, you can't. Uh, Caleb, where else can they go to ask us questions? You can go to thegospelpost.com slash nobody special. There's a form there at the bottom of the page where you can ask us questions or say hello. Um, we genuinely love to hear from you guys and hear what we your do. thoughts are. Um, and yeah. 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 Also, our uh, uh, YouTube comes. Our YouTube. That was the oldest thing I've ever said. Our YouTube our, channel. You can go to the YouTubes. Uh, the YouTube comes out on. <laughs> wow, you said it again. YouTube comes out on Tuesdays, and you can comment on those and subscribe and ring the bell. I'm do all so of the YouTube old. things. And yeah, you know, Danny's. What you're turning forty next week, huh? I'm just kidding. No, listen here. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. I actually don't remember how old I am, but that's you're 35. Fine. No, I think I'm 36. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know, Awkward. <laughs> Awkward. Uh, so we appreciate all of our people who turn, all of you people. Mm-hmm. That's not okay either. We appreciate everyone who turns into our show and tells all your friends about us. That's our primary form of letting people know about the show, and we super appreciate it. So yes. to all of our Nobody Special listeners out there who we have yet to give you a nickname because every nickname that we come up with sounds condescending. Listeners. You listen. You're a listener. And nobody specialers. No. Specialists? Nobody no. specialists. No. Let us know in the comments nope. what you would like to be referred to as, and we'll pick my favorite one. Um, but yeah. Well, Caleb, I think that's going to do it for us today. I'm Danny. And I'm Caleb. And we are Nobody, Nobody Special. Special.